Hi, my name is Adam Bergman. I'm a tax partner with the IRA Financial Group. Today I'm going to discuss the new SEC crowdfunding rules and how they can help businesses seek financing from retirement accounts. On October 30th, 2015, federal regulators finalized the crowdfunding rules under the JOBS Act, giving issuers and new businesses access to a much larger group of investors, but under certain conditions. Basically, What's happening is crowdfunding, as probably most of you know, is an evolving method of raising capital. It's been used to raise funds for the Internet for a variety of projects, whether it's uh, startups, businesses, whether it's uh, certain uh, charitable causes, certain projects, investment funds. Uh, People have used crowdfunding for a whole slew of different uh, objectives. There's a lot of uh, websites out there that, uh, for example, Kickstarter, that will allow people to uh, fund their venture, their, their project, from the assistance of um, people they don't even know throughout this country. Uh, there's been some uncertainty in terms of who, the, who could be an investor in some of these startups. Uh, there's been a lot of chatter. SEC has released a lot of information. But until now, there hasn't been any concrete guidelines in terms of whether someone had to satisfy certain financial requirements, i.e. being a credit investor, to, to invest um, what they want to invest. So Title III of the JOBS Act created a federal exemption under the securities laws so that this type of funding method, i.e. crowdfunding, can be used to offer and sell securities. Prior to the, the new uh, rules, private companies could seek money only from credit investors. And a credit investor was defined essentially as an individual who owns more than a million dollars in assets, excluding primary residence, or has maintained an income more than $200,000 for the last two years. So that obviously limited uh, the universe of people uh, quite considerably because um, not everyone has a million dollars in assets or earns $200,000 uh, in income each year. So under the new rules, and this is really important because the, the whole universe of, of people just uh, expanded significantly, uh, people with a lot more modest wealth will be able to invest in, in these startups or these projects through these uh, you know, uh, type of crowdfunding uh, platforms. So people with annual income or net worth less than 100000 will be allowed to invest a maximum of 5% of their yearly income or net worth or $2,000, whatever is greater. Those with higher incomes can invest up to 10%. So under $100,000, you can do 5% of your yearly income or net worth or $2,000 if that is greater. Someone who has a higher income um, can go, an individual can can, can obviously invest more. An individual can invest a total of more than $100,000 in all crowdfunding offerings during a 12-month period. So you're capped at that $100,000, which is still a lot of money. money. Investors generally couldn't resell crowdfunding securities for one year. The SEC also specified that crowdfunding must grow through an intermediary, either a broker-dealer, a registered funding portal like a Kickstarter, and also offerings need to be checked by outside accountants and in some cases fully audited. So what this new Title III uh, rule did, and, and basically SEC has been looking at this for about a year or so, and they finally came out with the final rules uh, October uh, 30th, is Obviously, it's reduced um, the amount of wealth one needs to invest in these uh, projects. So, of course, with the the growth of Uber and Airbnb and Snapshot and Box.com and huge valuations these startups have have gone over the last year, a lot of people are looking to get in on the ground floor in some of these startups. The issue has been, do they need to be a credit investor? 
not everyone can satisfy the $200,000 and the million-dollar uh, wealth uh, threshold. So it's limited people. Um, there's been uncertainty what Title III was going to do, and until now there was, there was some pause. Well, now we all know if you have less than $100,000, you could invest a maximum of 5% of your nearly your yearly income or net worth or $2,000, uh, if that's greater, still capped at $100,000. If you made more than hundred thousand bucks, you can invest up to ten percent of your of your income, your net worth, which which is uh, really neat. So there's been uh, greatly expanded the new Title III rules of who can invest in, in these Kickstarter type of uh, crowdfunding uh, ventures. Um, it also opens the door potentially for retirement funds because a lot of people don't have necessarily the, the funds personally to make the investment but have money in retirement funds. And I get this question all the time, you know, can I invest in private businesses, startups, certain projects? And the, the, the interesting thing is the IRS doesn't say what you can do or with your retirement account. It only says what you can't do. And generally, uh, 4975, the Internal Revenue Code, talks about prohibited transactions and disqualified persons. And for, the, for purposes of crowdfunding, Essentially, when you're looking at what you can invest or can invest in, as long as the company you're investing in um, doesn't involve a disqualified person, which generally means parent, child, spouse, daughter-in-law, son-in-law, or, of course, you or, uh, or any entity you're affiliated with you, or, or have uh, an interest in or, uh, in some cases, even uh, an employee of, all depends on the facts and circumstances, uh, you could be limited to make that investment. So, of course, most, most of these crowdfunding uh, ventures or projects don't involve disqualified persons, i.e. lineal descendants. So it's not really an issue. The prohibited transaction rules don't kick in. Of course, if your um, parents or your children are, are looking for uh, investors on crowdfunding, uh, it's probably something you need to uh, talk to a tax advisor about to make sure it doesn't violate the prohibited transaction rules because a lot of it's based on facts and circumstances. Uh, there's certainly some case law and some interpretation that goes into it, but you need to certainly address that with a tax expert if you're going to be making retirement account investment in a, a crowdfunding operation or project involving disqualified persons. Now, for the majority of people out there, that's not an issue, but there is another set of rules that we all need to be careful about, and that's the Unrelated Business Taxable Income, or UBTI, or UBIT. And it's a set of rules that basically imposes a tax on a charity or a retirement account when they invest in a business, like a uh, crowdfunding business, whether it's a shoe company or a watch company or a jeans company or a restaurant, looking to raise money that's operated through an LLC or pass-through entity. Since most of these Kickstarter or crowdfunding uh, ventures are through LLCs or partnerships, the UBTI would kick in so long as it's an active business and not a passive investment like an investment fund for real estate flipping. So something a lot of retirement account investors need to be cautious about because the UBTI tax is approximately 39.6%. It mirrors the trust tax rates. So if you have income of over fifteen or so thousand dollars for the year, you could be looking at close to forty percent in taxes if you use a retirement account versus private funds. So if you're looking to invest in a private business through a crowdfunding uh, platform that's held through an LLC or partnership, um, you have to be cautious of the UBTI if it's an active trader business. You have to be uh, careful because um, and cognizant of the fact that the income may be subject to close to forty percent tax. That may make the investment tax efficient, tax inefficient, so uh, it, it's certainly something to be cautious about. Also, you can invest in an S-corp. You are not allowed to use a retirement account to invest in an S-corp. 
You can lend money, but you can't be an owner of an S-Corp because only individuals can be shareholders. So uh, something to be cautious about, although from what I understand, a lot of these uh, crowdfunding uh, ventures aren't set up as S-Corps, mostly LLCs. If it's a corporation like Apple or Google or IBM or GE, they block this UBTI from going up to the shareholder. So the, the, there's no UBTI for a C-Corp. But again, a lot of the crowdfunding ventures are LLCs or pass-through, um, or they're not even uh, entities. They're just uh, lending money. And if you're lending money, um, you, the interest is exempt. Or if you're just investing, um, you have to make sure how the investment is set up, whether you're getting a K-1, if you're getting a corporation uh, stock, then you're okay. So you need to really analyze what you're owning, if it's stock, if it's a LLC interest, if it's a loan, actually, um, if it's just a, a, don a donation or, or what. You, ha you have to uh, see what you're getting. If you're getting nothing in return, just use the product. Uh, maybe a retirement account isn't the best uh, solution because technically your retirement account is making the investment and you're not allowed to personally benefit. So if your retirement account invested in a startup that uh, is going to make watches and and what you get for your investment, or your 500 bucks, for example, as a watch, probably not a great investment for your retirement account because if you use the watch personally, that would trigger a prohibitive transaction. So something to be really uh, cautious about. Look, make sure you know what you're getting, what's the deal. Are you getting stock? Are you getting an LLC interest? Uh, are you getting a interest? Are you getting a product in return? All that's going to determine whether a retirement account makes sense or not. Um, you can obviously use personal funds, but if you have a retirement account and you want to use it as, as a uh, source for crowdfunding, whether it's a diversification play or just because you have some money to play with in a retirement account, talk to a tax advisor, see if it's an LLC, a corporation. Is it just a uh, sort of a, uh, a donation, so to speak, and you're getting a product, uh, you're getting interest back. Make sure you know the terms of the investment. Talk it over with a tax advisor who understands the unrelated business taxable income rules because that can certainly determine whether a retirement account is, is viable or not. Clearly, these new rules under Title III is going to be, a, I think, a pretty big, pretty big boon for the economy. It's going to open the doors for a lot of really exciting, high-risk, high-reward-type projects to, to get funding needed because you don't need a credit on investors. As long as you need under a million bucks, uh, you can raise it from almost anyone. Uh, don't have to worry about SEC filings um, and, and the, the cost involved with that. Again, under a million dollars. If you need to raise $20 million, you're back into the whole SEC accredited investor world, and you need to obviously speak to a securities lawyer. But if for small ventures, startups, projects, um, most of them ask for less than a million dollars, it, it could be a really uh, exciting uh, development for the economy. It could also be pr pretty interesting for retirement accounts, although, again, we got to be cautious of UBTI. we got to be cautious of... Is it a corporation, LLC? Is, is it a situation where you're going to get a free watch, for example, from your uh, investment? So just need to be cautious of the terms of the crowdfunding deal. Um, of course, if you have questions, uh, you can call us, 800-472-0646, 800-472-0646. You can email us at info at irafinancialgroup.com, or you can email me directly, Adam B, A-D-A-M, B as in boy, at irafinancialgroup.com. I hope you found the uh, podcast informative. Uh, there's a lot of information on the SEC uh, website. There's, there's uh, a, uh, plenty of really interesting articles in the Wall Street Journal, Forbes, on crowdfunding and how the SEC rules will impact it. If you're looking for financing uh, as a small business or a project, uh, 
take a look at these rules, uh, especially if you need under a million dollars. It may uh, be a really a good solution for you. Uh, again, I hope you found uh, the podcast interesting. Um, and uh, until next time, thanks for listening.